This is a podcast. A podcast. Where we play where? Dungeons and Dragons with Sanguini. 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 I wish Sanguini was here. Sanguini. Sanguini. Who's Sanguini? Sanguini. Who is that? I wish Sanguini was here. Who is that? Where is he? He's amazing. Uh, you have to listen to the podcast to know who that is. I listen to most of the podcast. What's a podcast? everyone and welcome to make believe heroes an actual play fifth edition dungeons and dragons adventure for everyone almost everyone almost everyone and tonight i'm joined by five friends of mine and mine hey i'm jeremy (laughs) (laughs) and i play corn on the cob Born on the cow. Hey guys, it's Jeremy, Drum. and I play Blaze Blightwood. I am Alan, and I play me. Wait, no, Brackle. <laughs> Brackle. I'm Jeffrey, and I play Joe. Yo. It's true. It's true. Joe who? Joe Mama. <laughs> hey, I'm Felicia, and I play Meg. Megalodon. <laughs> also known as? Oh, yeah. Also known as Margaret. Cavendish. Yeah, because I'm exclusively going to be referring to you as Margaret Cavendish. Professor. Because it's a cool name. It is. It's me again, Margaret. <laughs> I'm Zach. I play Chris. And we're going to play some Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, but first, a couple things we need to say up front. What about some diners and drive-ins and dives? Well, maybe. I love that. Can I play Guy Fieri? Let me just say right here, we love Battle Barts. Yeah, we do. We oh, I love... thought you were going to say we love Diners, Dravens, and Dives. We do love Diners, Dravens, and I was going to say, yeah. Sponsor us. I mean, that's true. <laughs> Nothing makes me hungrier than watching Triple D. It's spicy sometimes. We love Battle Barts. They have been friends of ours, companions on this journey from the very beginning. Best friends. If you want to spice up your gaming table with the spiciest of spice, go to BattleBarts.com and let them know we sent you. Also, you want to support the show? Do you love Do you love our show? No. Yes. yes. No. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Sorry, I got well, that one wrong. Oh. If you do love our show, <laughs> then uh, you should go to patreon.com slash heroes and support us, even at the $1 tier. Uh, and if you do, we will give you a shout out live on this show, just like we're going to do now for one of our friends who we recently played D&D with. Shout out. You know her from our most recent Make Believe Champions session with our sea lady on the ship. Ellie in the NBC, her name is Willow Redwood on the Discord. Woo! Shout out to Willow Redwood. It was awesome playing d It was great. I enjoyed it so much. You weren't there, and thank you for up, uh, everything. Also, you another there. way you can support us, you can leave us a five-star review. Just like Arcane Trickster, who I believe was a patron at one time. Woo! This review is entitled familiar. Best Podcast. No exceptions. Mm. All the way from Australia. Good eye. In October of 2020. Here's what it says. Here's what it says. I love this podcast. Mm. I'm pretty young, and this is the only family-friendly D&D podcast on the Apple Podcast app I have found. The players are hilarious. The characters are well put together, and the story has you hating the fact that you have to wait a week for the next release. Mm. My favorite character is probably Saul. Maybe next. What? Maybe Ooh, Kjork. Yeah. Parentheses. I love them all. Even Larick? Question mark. 
Ooh. I cannot wait for 3.5. This is back in 2020. Oh, okay, that makes sense. And I love the latest Champions episode. Spoiler. And I was so surprised that Talia is in Brightport. Da, da, da. <gasps> Keep it up. Yeah, girl. And save guy in princess. I will say when that happened, I was surprised too. Yeah, that was surprising, wasn't it? I was like, ah. Me too. The time has come to get back to some Dungeons and Dragons. And we have some, uh, we have some business to take care of. Y'all ready? Let's roll this giant uh, hoodie wow. Let's roll it. Be careful. Oh, gosh. Ha-cha-cha-cha. It's a 19, lady, oh, no. lady and gentlemen. We're already pretty bad off right now. Yeah, we're... we're 19. <laughs> it is time to take you all to your dooms. Yay. Brackle's already dead. But first, let's talk yeah. about what happened last time on Make Believe Heroes. Last time, our adventurers set out into the great jungles north of Venthaven with their newfound guide, Hyala Karn, on a straight path toward the home of Ndartuk, more commonly known as the Shade. The lizard folk tribe Ankteulux believes that he has taken captive Karn's young sister, Yalamia. Karn is very comfortable in the jungles. They are his home after all, but before long, they came into some territory that he had not yet seen. They pass into the lands forbidden by his Maka. Soon they find themselves trudging through difficult marshes and swamps, which greatly slows their journey. But finding a grassy knoll for rest, they set up a camp for the dark hours of night. But during the second watch, Blaze and Margaret were surprised and set upon by two great lumbering trolls. <gasps> the adventurers fought with all their might until finally, with the aid of Karn's fire, they destroyed the last rotten troll. That didn't take long. Or so they thought. For at that moment, the very knoll which had given them shelter began to tremble and rise up from the deeps of the swamp as a gigantic three-headed troll. It rose up, sending them falling into the muck as it roared from several mouths covering its sick, rank body. Y'all all in the filth, with the exception of Jerome. Yeah. The giant lumbering troll, some 20-ish feet tall. I mean, huge. It is, it is literally gigantic. It's looming over you all. And all of you have slid off onto the ground or down in the muck. And as you are, you are actually kind of struggling to get your feet, uh, which means you're all starting this round prone. No, I'm not. Which means you have to spend half your speed to stand up. Even me? With the exception of Blaze, who... In a moment of uh, clarity, grabbed hold of one of the nasty mouths on the side of that troll, and you are now hanging on to it. You. Uh, but it's not your turn. Oh. Uh, it will be, but it's not right now. Uh, right now, it is Karn's turn. Karn. Karn. Uh, stumbles, slipping down into the filthy, swampy muck. He lifts himself up, he, in, in, up onto his feet, and all of this just thick. You, know, you guys ever like actually stepped in some real deep muck by a creek bed, and like your shoes come off in there? You know what yep. I'm talking about? It's been a long time, but yes, it's like that. Pulling himself up, it takes all of his effort just about to get up onto his feet, and he is sunk down in the muck down past his shins, uh, but he is holding his staff, and uh, also there is present still, if you all recall, a fire elemental, which he summoned. Does he, it takes its own turn, it's just going to do what he wants. Okay, so he doesn't have to use bonus action. So looking up at this great beast and seeing all of his friends in danger, he looks around him, and he sees Brackle face down in the muck, not moving, sinking down. He sees Meg face down in the muck, not moving. 
Uh, he is going to use Cure Wounds at fourth level. Who's he going to cast it on? I'm, I, I don't want to be responsible for making this choice, so I'm going to use a die, okay? Uh, we'll go with evens or Meg, and odds are Brackle. Okay, rolling six here. You're going to make us die. It's a three, so it's going to Brackle this time. Okay, doesn't mean he'll, he'll, he'll do what he can. How much is the it? Next one. Uh, he's about to roll it. It's a fourth level cure wounds. You've got this. Nice. You click the spell slot. Let it be then, good. Whoa. 22 hit points. Dang, nice. that's pretty decent. Good job, Karn. He trudges over to where you are, uh, using his staff to to almost almost like an oar to like pull his body through. And then he places a hand on your shoulder and he pulls you up by sort of the scruff. And Bracken, when he does, you feel 22 hit points flow back into you. Your eyes open. Uh, and after having done that, uh, he is going to uh, end his turn. Good job, Karn. Why? Because he did the thing that he was going to do. Well, I'll tell you what he will do. He, he will do one thing before he ends his turn. And by the way, you guys remember about the spirit totem. Yes. He is going to, as he picks you up, he is going to lunge with his last five feet onto the leg of this troll, which is like right up on you guys. And he is going to bite it uh, with something called Hungry Jaws. Nice. Hungry Jaws. And he gets to make a bite attack. And his bite attack is going to roll. And it's not very good. Nope. That's only a 12. That's probably a miss. Oof. Let me just check. Yeah, that's a miss. It's correct. So he, he, the muck holds him back more than he wanted it to. And, and so he did not hit, which is unfortunate because if he had it, he would have gotten a couple of temporary hit points. It's mm. a lizard thing. Now, that's the end of his turn. And it is Chris's turn. That's me. Keeps rocks in socks. Crisco. What you gonna do, boy? I am going to... So he just got Brackle up. Yeah. He, I'm gonna run up to Meg. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm going to cast a fourth level cure wounds on her. Aw, oh, look at that. Thank you so much. Nice. Yes. So I'm gonna do that. So click the thing. Ooh, 12. That was bad. I rolled three ones. Well, you know, it's, it's, wow. it's, it's better than none. Yeah, sure. Wow. 12, and you are awake. Wow. So, yeah, you pull her up, face up out of the muck. She's like spitting out dirt and filth and just nasty gunks. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. You know what else is disgusting? This troll. As a bonus action, I'm going to take a greater mm-hmm. potion of healing for myself. Okay, there you go. Do it. Roll that. Yeah, it's still my toy. <laughs> uh, some of that stuff. Well, rolls that's 16. Okay, yeah. Noise. All right. Woo. Chicken. Y'all get some healies. Well done. Thank well you so done. much. Uh, so far, two turns. No one has attacked the monster. Delicious. I mean, you almost just killed, you know, half of us. So. You did a. You did the right thing. Okay. You did the right thing. If you didn't already have inspiration, I might give you inspiration. Don't worry. Nah. I have no intention of healing. Blaze <laughs> on top of the monster, like stop, stop healing and attack the monster. Joseph. Joseph, mama. Uh, you are prone in the muck. You have to pull yourself up out of it to do anything. Prone in the muck, huh? Prone down in the muck. So I have to spend half my speed. That's right. You spend half your speed lifting yourself up, and you on your feet, you, you're, you're covered in this thick, disgusting muck. And by the way, it's it's like the, the swamp around you, because you guys were on the knoll. Turns out the knoll was actually the troll. And now the that troll. he has stood, there's like a vacuum 
and the all the swamps like running down into it so it's not moving like fast but it's moving down now it's just nasty it's just a sick little cyclic mess you've got going on through here so wait the null wasn't a null it was a troll it was not <laughs> that's right troll no troll what? You call that? no your troll i thought it was one of those half uh, coyote things <laughs> so what now yosep who me yeah yosepi hmm. i would like to cast magic missile fly okay on yourself yes what level is that second level third level third third level spell fly okay cast it mm-hmm. and fly away <laughs> from him well you, you still only have 15 feet this turn right are you sure about that no you gain a flying speed of 60. So I have a question. I gain flying speed of 60 feet. So that would mean... That 45 feet of... I would say you have 45 because you used 15 to stand up and then cast it. So that gave you the extra 30. So yeah, I'd say you have 45. You can get 45 away. I love that Paul is a rules lawyer that is also a good DM. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. And I would also like to... Uh-huh. I will only fly 30 feet away. Breath weapon. I could use a breath weapon. Good. That's a good idea. That's what I'll do. And then if you after your breath weapon, if you want to move another fifteen feet, you can. Like you can you can split your movement up. Okay, go ahead, use the breath weapon. He rolls a dexterity saving throw, correct? Yeah. Yes. I'm looking at it. Breath weapon blue. Yes. Four, yeah, dexterity saving throw fourteen. Mm-hmm. That one. Ooh, he rolled poorly. Let's see what his dexterity is. His dexterity is not going to save him. He got a four total. Wow. He big. Easy to hit. 19 damage. Ooh. Not cool, bro. 46s? 19? That's pretty good. Yeah, boy. 19 damage. Lightning damage, right? Yes, lightning. Okay. All right. Good. You did it. About time. Uh, is that the end of your turn? That'll be the end. And now it is the troll's turn. Why you do this? Oh wait, 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 wait. I need to real quickly put in the the fire elemental. And so the fire elemental is going to whip around as Joseph is blowing his lightning breath onto the great lumbering beast. The elemental whips up out of the muck and spins around him. And as he does, he is going to touch him twice and make two attacks. The first one is a 9 plus 6 to hit. That is a 15, and that hits. Oh, yeah. Now we know AC. Let's go. <laughs> Two D6s. He's got a, a 8 plus 3, so that's 11 fire damage. If y'all manage to kill him this turn, he'll die. That's what that means, right? That's what that means. If the target's a creature, and it is, it ignites until a creature takes an action to douse the fire. The target takes five fire damage at the start of each of its turns. Nice. Oh, he rolled two attacks. The other one was a 16, so he hits him again. The second one is nine damage. So stacking on some fire damage onto this boy. Also, it's very dark out, but... Uh, any of you who don't have dark vision, the fire elemental is shining a bright light in, or a dim light, excuse me, a dim light in 30 feet. Additionally, so gives you a little extra light. Cool. So that's helpful for like Brackle. Now it's for the troll to take his turn. The first thing he does is regain. I'm Brackle. I want nothing more than to remove all of your heads. The troll, you see like the burns oh. on his body. It's like, some of them start to kind of close up just a little bit. Now he already cast the whirlwind of claws. 
So the first thing he's going to do is he's going to swing at the fiery beast that just attacked him. Bring it on. Uh, And uh, he rolled a natural one. Oh, nice. Get it. Immediately my turn. Let's go. Um, I'm going to give Blaze an opportunity attack since he rolled that one because he was going to try and claw you, Blaze. While you're hanging on to it. Can, can Blaze opportunity? I guess he'll just use the, the uh, long sword that he already has out. Yeah, he'll have to use regular sword yeah, for this. Yeah. Okay. Mm. It's a 16. That hits. Yeah, girl. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Roll that damage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seven damage. That's a lot of damage. Now he is going to make a bite attack. He swiped at you, missed, and you you slashed his hand as he went down towards. So he gives up on clawing, even though he's got multiple hands. Because of the natural one, I won't let him do any more claw attacks this turn. That's a good way for you to lose your hand. He's going to try and reach down and bite someone. And he's rolling his bite attack against... Who's up close? Yeah, Karn is Probably up close. Karn. Karn is up close. So he's going to he's gonna attack Karn with his bite, and he rolls like a 30. He rolled a 29. 12 damage on Karn. No, Karn. So Karn wow. took 12 damage as it reached down and bit him. With, but it was with one of the l- mouths on his leg. He has mouths everywhere. Yeah, super weird. He's got mouths all over Aww. his body. Have you tried stopping like, it? Is it a troll or is it a gibbering beast? Brackle. That's me. What do you do, Brackle? So <laughs> what all is near the troll? And would it be bad if I exploded things near the troll? I am riding the troll. <laughs> he is on top of the troll, but the troll is huge. It's 20 feet tall. And we were standing takes up like what? Four, like like 20 feet in a square? Is that right? Because he's gigantic. You're blow him up. So I'm going to shoot his tootsies. Blow up his feet. Shoot his, his tootsies. Because that won't hit his head because it, the, my thing only has a radius of 10 feet. Yeah, I'll say that that will only get Blaze's legs. I'm just kidding. It won't touch place. It's fine. It won't Don't touch place. Don't do okay. that. That's not so nice. I am going to use a bonus action to cast Lightning Arrow. It's got the zippy Ooh. zaps. Oh. And so now a piece of ammunition that I touch. So I reach out and touch the tip of an arrow, and it goes, and it's zippy zapped. I got this feeling. Whenever I hit for the zippy zaps, mm-hmm. whether I hit or miss, actually, any creature take within ten feet takes a must make a dexterity, but the the main guy takes forty eight on a hit. Since he's so big, I'm gonna say that he won't be that that it won't affect any of the other guys. Like, please let him take. Technically, you're all standing in water. Forty eight. I'm not. No. Except for Joseph. I okay. am not. But it's also full of mud. You're just touching the thing that's about to get electrocuted. In fact, I really don't know how that's not going to affect It's a 17. The more I think about it. The more I think about it, Blaze. Don't do it, Paul. Don't do it. (laughs) The more I may make you do a save here. We'll see. 17. 17 to hit is a hit. I hit. So I'm going to roll a D8 to see what happens for damage. That's a lot of damage. That's a 7 plus 4, so that's 11. Now I'm rolling 48. Was that your? Are you just rolling saves like crazy over there, Jamie? There you go. There's, like, there's a good one. There's a twenty. <laughs> yeah, there were three. You rolled three of them. I rolled more than that. Oh, I'm gonna roll. Let's scroll over here. Well, the first one was a sixteen. The sixteen's pretty good. I was just panic rolling. Fifteen zippy zap damage. Fifteen nice. zippy zap damage, and so the, the, nice. the creatures that are that are there, they would roll to see if they take that. They would. Is that right. So he just takes it because I hit him. 
correct. Uh, anybody within 10 feet must make a dexterity saving throw. Mm-hmm. And or take that or half. Uh, each of these creatures take 2d8. 2d8. All right, go ahead and roll me 2d8s. Okay, and on a failed uh, save or half as much on a successful one. Yeah, and the save is a 15, so you do save, please. But you're going to take half damage. Cool. That's an 8. Because you're literally holding on to the thing that gets hit. So you take four lightning damage. Yes. That's like That's not so bad, right? I mean, the way electricity works, it would go down into the ground. So if he's on the head, it might not get Mm -hmm. up to him. Is it a 10-foot radius or a 10-foot diameter? It's a 10-foot tetrahedron. Oh. No. Well. It says within 10 feet of the target. I I happily take it. Blaze laughs a little bit and goes, that tickles. He's touching the target, so tickle me again. Four damage, no big deal. Is that the end of your turn, Brackle, or you do you do something else? I didn't say it earlier, but I stood up as well. That was an action and a bonus action, so I'm all out. All right, two dead trolls. Uh, Meg, it's your turn. All of us are like really hurting though. I do have a mass healing word or something. Mass healing word. Up to six creatures of your choice. They get. Uh, they get. Uh, a D4 plus six because it's three plus my modifier. Or it's. It's just plus three, right? Plus three. Yeah, just plus three. So everybody gets one D4 plus three if you want to that's use that. That's not a lot. It's not a lot. I'm just going to hit it with the firebolt. Okay. Yes. Firebolt. Yes. 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 Hit yes. it with the firebolt. So I'm going to cast it. Mm-hmm. And it says if I use my. Uh, I added this to my character sheet. <clears throat> Is that okay, Paul? It's an all-purpose oh, tool. You, you're just letting me know you picked a magic item. I told you earlier to look at it. Hey, that's what I did at the beginning <laughs> of the episode. I told you earlier so. to look at it. This is, this is, this is like a sonic screwdriver. Who's Doctor yeah, Who? Like Doctor Who. That's <laughs> awesome. the Doctor. Who? Uh, you get a plus three bonus to spell attack rolls. <laughs> I'm in favor of this item. It's a pretty wondrous. Let item. it happen. That is a pretty stout little thing. <laughs> I am a professor at a very magical. Obviously college. trained in combat. Okay, let her have the magic. <laughs> I mean, it's the only one you got. So <laughs> she is our Dumbledore. Okay. I'm for it. I'm fine with it. Did okay. you? Did do you? It. You need to attune to it, probably. Oh, you already did. I'm attuned. Like. <laughs> She's used it for 15 years, Paul. Come on. I've, I've been in. Go ahead. That's why all your spell. That's why your spell bonus is now so high. I'm saying it. You're like, plus you need to look over your character look over some for a magic really item. And then for, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Just do you it. have okay. finally. Felicia has one D and D. Finally. I want to do the firebolt. Hmm. Firebolt. I'm gonna add okay. me a magic item tomorrow. You've got a bunch of magic items, Chris. I don't even want to hear it. You're rolling in here like a boss. I make them. Season. What do you want from me? Bro, we, we need to talk. You just used an incredibly powerful healing potion from season four. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, here I go. Here I'm going to firebolt at the big firebolt. troll. And I still have my staff of fire, so. Ooh. 15 plus 10, so That'll 25. hit. I do believe that'll hit. So go ahead and roll me to the damage, I- which is 3d10s. Kill it. Kill it with fire. This squirrel is on fire. <laughs> I love it. Wow. 18. That's pretty good. 23. 23 skidoo. 23 fire damage. This troll is on fire. It really is. That's what Blaze is singing from the back of the troll. It smells like dead fish on the barbecue. And I don't think there's a bonus action I can do. Uh, You can do healing word or mass healing word because firebolt is a, is a cantrip, so you can still use a spell. Okay, I'll do that. Mass healing word. Boom. Okay, you're going to use the big one. So Heal us. As for how that works, you know, I don't know. 
I mean, maybe you inject yourself with something. And then you just see me Hulk out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she shoots a fireball. She just pulls it like a little vial. It's very small, mm-hmm. and she takes it and just throws it. Yep. Hits the troll. Fireball. Boom. And then in the other pocket, mm. she gets this little baggie and mm-hmm. throws it in the air, and it like explodes, kind of like a. Firework. Okay. And yeah, then yeah. that's the mass healing work. Oh, cool. I like it. So everybody gets to heal. The four. Well, actually, that's up to six creatures of your choice, which is all of y'all. So four plus three. So. Uh-huh. Oh, you rolled max? Who's max? max. Nice. So everybody gets seven hit points. I like so that. What about the troll? Does he, I like that. Does he get seven hit points? No. The troll can't have seven hit points? No. That's not very generous of you. I'm very mean. It's okay. I'm about to take it's all okay. of his hit points. All right, Blaze. It's Is it turn. Blaze's turn finally? What in Blaze's? It's Blaze's turn. Yeah, Blaze's got to roll better. You got a five initiative. I can finally remove some mouths from this thing. All right, let's do. He he like grabs a drawstring <clears throat> over his shoulder and drops the <clears throat> cloth off of his sword. Okay, which is a double sided blade that down each side there's all sorts of like small different round gems. Brackle's cousins and the handle itself it uh has a long silver handle that you know you could probably put four of his hands on and he's gonna like bring it up over his head and he's gonna just gonna try to drive it into this thing the back of its neck multiple times okay he's just gonna take the attack action so you are hanging on to this thing i thought i was on his back he's standing straight up well i mean i can ride his back so i'm gonna say you can do this but you're gonna have to you're basically gonna be like leaping and stabbing into it and like you know hanging your weight from the stab you know what I'm saying sounds great let's do that go ahead make me the first attack roll are are you wanting to do the thing the thing mm-hmm. so here's the deal when I take the attack mm-hmm. action I actually mm-hmm. get to attack three times okay Whoa. oh boy yeah that's cool so I'm going to um I'm going to do the thing after I do the first one. I'm going to do the first one, bringing the sword out, slamming it in, and then I'm going to decide to set it on fire. Okay. Cool. So, make an attack. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? Oh, <laughs> oh no. no. I nat one. <laughs> I nat one. You're joking me right Hey, Jeremy. Oh. Yo. Your sword breaks. You have inspiration. I do have inspiration. I'm going to use that inspiration. I would use it because <laughs> you're, you're in a bad spot, crap. really bad spot. Here we go. It. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. Use it. So it's an eleven. Another net one. Okay. So it is a miss, um, which isn't great because you're leaping through the air onto this thing. Uh, but basically, I'm going to say what happens is you just whiff. You're able to grab a hold of it again, but you do not do any damage. So you're hanging. You got to hold the sword. In order to in order to attack this thing, you have to let go with your hand. Okay. So wait, wait, wait. Here's here here's the ticket. I'm gonna expend mm. a superiority die to make it a precise mm. attack. It makes me roll a D10, <laughs> and I get to add it to the roll. Level eleven, everyone. Oh okay. Lord, please. Mm. I added two more to it. <laughs> so that makes it a thirteen. Yep. That is a miss, my boy. Boosh. I'm sorry. I love you. That was an unfortunate series of events. I did everything I could. All right. So I win. Everything I could. Wow. You going to light it up now? Yeah. You got away from me. As that's happening, you feel the mist, and as it does, you think to yourself, I need fire. 
And when you think that, you a, a word comes to your mind. It's not a word that you've ever spoken out loud. It's not in a language that you've ever spoken or understand, but you know that it means flame in an unknown language to you. You speak it? I speak it. Your great sword becomes wreathed in fire. Oh boy. John's a bright, a dim light in a 40 foot radius, and it is a blaze. What do you do, blaze, with your ablaze blade? Oh, blaze. I won't miss again. Three guys. I'm gonna swing. Do I'm gonna it. try to take out, take out a leg. Swing bada bada. You miss. No, that's an 18 on the dice. That's 24 total. Boom. That's a 24 baby. is a hit, yeah. baby. All right, this is your time. Roll the damage. There's 11. 11. Okay. 11. And then 2d6 fire damage, which is 9. Good. 9 fire damage. So doing good. All right. 20 total damage. Very good. Okay. Attack again. Yeah. Let's destroy this thing. Yeah, boy. That's just a 14. Mmm. <gasps> that is a miss. Oh, so sad. How many priority die have you used? I have two left. I mean, you can use precision attack again if you will. Yeah, I think I will in this case. Do it. It's a hit. Let's get precise. Go ahead and roll it. It's a hit. Oh, it's a hit. Perfect. Well, I had a 10 it's to a it, so... Oh, oh, you rolled a 10 this time. Mm. <laughs> Where was that the first time? I'm huh? kidding. Here's the damage. All right. It's a hit. 11 more physical damage. Okay. 11 damage. And 7 more fire. Okay. You okay. are slashing and burning this full, like jumping... Slashing and then grabbing and then jumping and slashing and grabbing. It's pretty awesome. It's amazing. And he is roaring. I cannot wait to cut off all your heads. He's got three of them. Uh, and now it is Karn's turn. Karn! Karn. It's Karn. He has the juice, I've been told. Is, is everybody, everybody's up, right? Did everybody add the seven? I'm now back to 20. Did everybody get the seven hit points that she gave you? Yes. Good. Okay, Karn, uh, he sees his friend, his new friend, Blaze, up there just jumping around doing business. And uh, he is going to cast another Biggern. And the Biggern is going to be erupting Earth. Retro. And your boy is going to have to make a dexterity saving throw of 16. He rolls. That's not very nice. We miss you, Corn. A 15. Oh. Let's see what his Baroness is. His Baroness is a plus two. So he succeeds, but the the way this one works is basically it's just a point he can see in the ground. So he basically aims for right on the f- the feet of this thing. It's a twenty foot cube, which actually covers the size. It's just him. It's not going to hit anything else. The middle of where he's standing, each creature in that area, which is just him, uh, it makes a dexterity saving throw. He succeeded, so it's going to take half the damage, but half the damage will be half of ooh, let's see five d twelves. I'm never going to get used to that. Yeah, that wasn't a great roll. Actually, it's better than I thought it was. They, I think they rolled off the screen. Okay, it's a 31. Okay, there you go. That's not too bad. So he's going to take a 15. Uh, I guess it's like bludgeoning, magical bludgeoning damage. Boom, magic. Uh, and the ground beneath his feet becomes difficult terrain, which it already was. It was more for the damage than anything else. Don't damage me. And it sends bursting up all around him, just muck and filth. Unfortunately, some of the guy does flop on you guys, but it's not like... Hurting you. It's just nasty. Now I'm going to get so, an infection. Uh, also, I need to remember that the hawk is here and it can do things. It, needs to, it can give somebody advantage. I need to be doing that. I didn't do that. You did that last I did game. it in the first round, but I didn't do this round. I'll make sure to do it this round. Chris, it's your turn. That's terrifying. <laughs> what do you do, Chris? So, how far up on the troll is Blaze? 
Well, he's gone up some climbing and jumping. I'll say he's probably about 15 feet up in this thing. Cool. I'm also just totally fine if you want to nuke me. I think that's hilarious. And Blaze is like... <laughs> yeah, he's, he's holding on. He's doing Blaze okay. is like yelling like, burn it with fire. <laughs> what Chris is going to do is he's going to reach on his back and grab his staff, hold it in both hands. It starts lighting up with flames and he's going to cast Wall of Fire and surround the troll in a wall of fire. And it's going The down. wall of fire. The wall of fire. The wall of fire. Cast wall of fire. Is that from your staff of fire? That is from the staff of fire. Yeah. Okay, so you spin one of the charges. You make the wall six feet long, 20 feet high, and one foot thick. Do you make it like that, or do you make it a ringed wall? Uh, I'll probably make it a ring, but I don't want to go the full 20 feet high because I don't want to nuke Blaze. He feels it toasty on his on his his cheeks, Ooh-hoo. the lower ones. Uh, but he is he's, he's okay right now. <laughs> oh, thank you, Chris. I was getting cold. I won't make him make a save. I'll say you can put it down low enough if you want to make a save. Uh, homeboy has to make a save. What when he starts his turn? So he'll have to do one now and then one if it ends its turn in that area. The first one he makes a save, and what is it? Dexterity. Dexterity. Okay, I think that is a 14 total. Okay, it needed a 17, so that is a fail. Of course it did. Roll the demour. Y'all have been lighting this dude up. Oh, why do you lie to us? 18. I mean, he's not dead or anything, but y'all have been hitting him hard. Why? <laughs> why do you lie? Okay, this thing is looking rough. His body's covered in burns. He's clawing and yelling and spinning and then... I'm just climbing its back with a great sword, so... As a bonus action, yep. I'm going to pull one of my tinkering tools off my belt. Okay. Going to point it at Blaze, and I'm going to cast Sanctuary on him. Oh, Sanctuary. And what does it do? Tell him. Um, so anytime something tries to attack him, they have to uh, succeed on a wisdom saving throw first. Okay. If they fail, they have to choose a new target or lose the attack. That's a, That's amazing. That is so good. Okay. Fire Elemental is going to go. Same thing. He's going to swoop it down. Or he's going to touch him a couple times. Okay. He rolled a 19. The first one is a 19 plus oh, whatever. So that is a son. hit. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get okay, it. It's pretty low. It's only six to miles. What? Uh, and then the second one was only a 10, so the second one is a miss. So he hits him for six damage, and, uh, but he's still flying around. Joseph. Joseph, it is your turn. Yes, it is. Okay. So this time I would like to cast Chromatic Orb mm-hmm. at a fifth level. Roll it. 19. Woo. That is a hit. 30 damage. Oh, baby. A big, fiery ball of energy flies toward him. Mm-hmm. Hits him right in the chest. Nice. It burns a hole through him. He's still standing up. Can you make him sit down? But wow. just barely. Barely. Uh, is that the end of your turn? You are an excellent opponent. I cannot wait to remove your heads. Thick, nasty stuff just falling out of the hole in his chest. It's his turn. Can I climb in that hole? He tries to claw at you, Blaze. He has to make a wisdom saving throw. Bring it on. Yep. He fails. Yay. Ooh. So then he makes a... He he has to change the the target, right? Yes. He changes the target to uh, Chris. Nice. 
This one is a hit, I think. It's a 18 plus 11. That's a 29. Holy squirrels. Yeah, that's a hit. I am going to cast shield <laughs> just to get my ward up, though. Gotcha. For a claw. A claw. He is going to the hit claw, you for the claw, the claw. nine piercing damage. Okay. Uh, he is going to claw with another one of his arms at <gasps> no. Brackle. Brackle? Brackle. Been through enough. Leave Brackle. Whoa. It is a 15. A 15 against my armor. He misses. Armor class. Yep. Mine's a 17. Oh, my. Swings another claw at Meg. This is a 26 to hit. This is a different. It's a big one, though. Oh, no. Oh, you no. You would hit me. It's not too bad. It's only, it's only seven plus. It's 13 damage. You okay? He's stumbling around. He tries to go down and bite. He bites at Karn. That is a 17, which is enough to hit his armor class. So he rolls, and Karn takes. He takes 12 damage. It's not very nice. And now, Brackle, it is your turn. This thing is down on his knees now. He went down to bite Karn, and he couldn't stand back Just up. Just out of curiosity, did he end his round in my wall? No, he moved. He walked up. To, he fell down and walked up, started fighting people. Well... Wow. But you can move it on your turn, right? I give him Hunter's Mark. Okay. So he is now marked. Okay, you marked him. Then I'm going to attack him with multi-attack. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Oh. Dude, boy. So I get to attack him once and then one more again. And also, he has fewer hit points than that, right? Yeah. So I can do Colossus Slayer. So I want to climb on his back, and there's going to be like a really big glowy thing, and I'm going to stab my sword in it. Alan. Oh, wait, no, it's just an extra 1d8 damage. <laughs> Alan, are you shooting him? It's a 17. 17 is a hit. That is, because he's marked, that's 1d6, but it's also the regular 1d8 plus 4, but it's also plus 1d8 from the Colossus Slayer. So... Alan, r- roll it. I rolled two eights and a two. We got so that's 16 plus four is 20 plus oh the two is 22. Jeez. Where are you aiming? One of his mouths. You draw back your bow. You sight in with the eagle eye right at his mouth. But just as you're about to let loose of your arrow, you have a strange sensation. I have a strange sensation. You feel kind of like, like you draw back. The moment you're drawing back, you feel almost like energy being drained from your body like that's how it feels and you notice a strange sort of like uh you notice this like weird unsettling tingling sensation you know like when you hit your funny bone yeah and it's not funny it's kind of like that it's in your drawing arm your right arm as you draw them back and it feels like little needles running up the bottom of your arm and you see these little black tendrils crawling up from the bottom of your arm They wrap themselves up around the arrow where you're holding it just as you let loose. The arrow lets loose, and you feel it, like, pull and snap, almost like a rubber band. And you take uh, 1d6 of damage. You take three necrotic damage. Three? Mm-hmm. Also, roll me 2d8s. What the heck? The crooked father. That's 15. <laughs> okay, that goes to your face. I'm just kidding. Oh. Add 15 to the original total of your arrow damage as this arrow flying through the air is coated in this inky black substance. It strikes into the mouth of the troll, and when it does, you see it sort of like 
pop, almost like a like a strange little explosion, and all that black inky stuff just just flies all over this mouth. It burns into its chest, and then the troll lets out one more thundering roar and slumps down on its chest onto the ground, dead. <laughs> wow. I killed the troll, but I didn't kill the troll beauty. You did it. I'm glad that thing's dead. Now, the moment, however, that its body hits the ground, it begins to melt. And it's quick, too. Its body hits these weird swampy area, and it just, like, turns into, like, a glorp. You know what I'm saying? A glorp? Everybody except for Joseph uh, is now on the marsh, right? You're in the marsh? And Joseph, you're floating how far up? Like 30 feet, 40 feet? Yeah, probably. You look down, you see this thing like hit the ground, and the moment it does, it just like starts sizzling and hissing and melting. Its body does. And everybody that is near it, it seems slow at first, but then all at once it just poosh. Have y'all seen X-Men? Anybody seen the original X-Men? Long time ago. When that guy turned into water? Yeah. Yeah, Senator Kelly. First it's just jelly, but then it's water pouring out, except it's like a nasty green. It smells like rotten eggs. And it's coming towards you all. But you can't run because you're down in the muck. And it is acid. And it is all now in this muck that you guys are in. I need everybody to make me, if you're going to try and get away from it, strength saving throws right now. Except for Joseph. I'm just going to accept my fate. You're not even going to try? No, I'm going to try. I got a 23. Okay, Blaze, you save. I'm just going to jump right away from it. You're able, you're still in the muck. There's no solid ground where you guys are. Uh, other than a tree, uh, but the tree seems to be melting, <laughs> sort of. Uh, Chris, an eight is not going to do it. You are not able to get away from it. Would a 13 do it? No. Can I miss this step? Is Misty Step a reaction? <laughs> bonus action. Then oh, you yeah, cannot miss this step. It's a bonus action. Sorry. 15 is also not enough. Is 25 enough? 25 is enough. I'm going to add Flash of Genius because it adds And that will make three. it a 17? 18? Three, so 18. That is not enough. Dang it! Uh, everyone with a 19 or higher, you save enough to pull away from the acid so it doesn't get to you this turn. <laughs> uh, but you're still trying to move. The rest of you, you're going to take some damage. So let me roll that real quick. First one is a 9. Second one is a 7. So you take 16 acid damage. I'm down again. Are you kidding me? Uh. Meg has gone down again. The moment that this acid... Question. Yes. Can I use my projected ward to protect her from that damage? Uh, or would you say it doesn't work on well, the acid? I just need to read what it says real quick. When a creature that you can see within 30 feet of you <clears throat> takes damage, which is what she is doing. So you can use your ward to absorb that damage. So you can cool. use your ward to absorb... What did I say it was? 16? Yes. Does your ward, can your ward handle that? Uh, it'll break. She'll take two. Okay, you take two damage. Chris just saved your life. How does that, what does that look like? I'm down to four. Oh, no. Uh, so I see her take damage, and that little shield that, like, floats around me as I mm-hmm. do combat, I basically just wave my hands, and it projects mm-hmm. onto her for mm-hmm. that. It is broken and burned away by the acid, but you're, you're able to push back, and you only get burnt a little bit in this round. Uh, six seconds. This is all around, basically, that we're doing this in. Uh, Joseph, you see this happening. You also see this. As everybody is struggling to get away, to pull back, 
you hear as the acid and the muck and the swamp begins to bubble and roil. And the very earth beneath you starts to shift and sway. You see the whole ground down there going crazy, Joseph. Retro. Is it a bigger troll? The acid and the muck, it starts, it's moving. You guys feel like you're standing, but then it's like it's being pulled. You're being pulled. There's always a bigger troll. <laughs> you're being pulled, like, forward and downward. All of you. Can I cast something? What? A uh, water walk? Or is it pulling us? Okay, it's, if the target or creature is submerged in a liquid, the spell carries the t- target to the surface. Okay, so yeah, it does that. Okay, I'll cast it. Okay, you cast and that's it. Lasts for an hour. And it, it <laughs> says it can be up to ten people, right? Yeah. So you cast what? How does that? What does that look like? So after Chris shields me, I put my goggles on, mm. and I take out a beaker and just break it, but liquid mm. doesn't fall out. It's like dust again. Yeah. And I just kind of throw it at the, like, kind of around. It helps you climb up on top. So you're now on top of the ground. All of you, except for Joseph, who's flying, uh, including Karn. And Karn says, my goodness, thank thank you. But the whole ground is still sinking. And it is going down. Everything. It is now turned into a funnel. And now the whole earth is being pulled into a giant hole. Now very fast. It's like the earth underneath it opened up. You know, think like there was some kind of sleeve under it, and now that sleeve has been pulled away. And so now what you're standing on is disappearing beneath your feet. Like a cyclone, suddenly. Except for Joseph. Lucky you, Joseph. It's like you're standing on it like a standing on on a tor like a tornado. You know what I'm saying? Like like it's gonna you guys are not gonna be able to probably keep your feet under. But what I did okay. did pull us up. Uh, yeah, what you did is cool, and I'm gonna give you inspiration for it. Oh really? Uh, it's very cool. Yeah. So they're about to be sucked under. They're all going, and it's happening now. It's very fast. Let's go. Like they're going down? They're all going down. Immediately? Are we yelling timber? There's a hole in the middle of it, and, like, who had the lowest roll last time? I believe I did. It was not me. You're already gone. Chris is in the hole. Dang. Right when I was about to do something, what I was about to do Mm. was cast fly again. On... Everyone but one person, and one person is gone. <laughs> there you go. He's down the hole. He's gone. Fly is also a touch. No, Chris! I'm going to dive towards the hole where Chris is. Here's what we'll do. We'll, we'll go in essentially initiative order here, which means you're going to be able, you're not going to be able to help Karn or Chris. They're both in the hole. Who, me? Yes. R.I.P. That's fine. Well, what I was going to do is cast fl- uh, Fly uh-huh. at... Six level. Okay. Holy cow. Holy crap. That's awesome. Which is me and three other people. Yes. And it is a touch spell, but I will use a sorcery point. Gosh. Y'all are cool. To make it not a touch spell? Yes. That's freaking sick. I like that. The range can be 30 feet. Oh, good. That's cool. Okay. I like that. So you'll have to kind of fly down on your turn, close within 30 feet to them, and cast it. So that means that Brackle... And Meg and Blaze, you three gain the ability to fly. Yes. You see Chris and you see Karn get slorped down the glorp. Not the glorp! Paul, why the glorp? Do I see anything at the bottom of the glorp? You're falling. It is very dark. You hear Karn yelling out, "Ah!" You guys are falling. There is mud, goop, 
and you fall for, you know, probably 15, 20 feet, and then splash into deep, icy, cold water. Retro. What about splish? Nice. Which, <laughs> at once, is actually, it actually feels pretty good against those acidic burns on your body, but you have landed in icy, cold water, you and Karn both. Um, the, the mud and everything is falling in around you, but the moment that the mud and the muck are hitting the water, there's some rocks, but you guys are kind of in a safe spot. You guys hit it, but then you zoop back up to the top. Yeah, I was about to ask. Because of water wall. And you're wet. Very cold and wet. But you are standing on top of the water. It's that's, very dark. Cool. Uh, Karn, you see Karn take off kind of running away from where everything is falling down in this hole. Okay. I'd follow him. Uh, he runs over off of the water onto a slick stone like island sort of from where you're at. And you, you all can see well enough in the dark. Uh, you know, it's dim. It, there's no light, but you can see with your, your dark vision, you, you can see the form of things. It's very loud. There's just the loud sound of all of that glorp slurping down into the water. <laughs> you guys step up onto that slick stone island in the middle of this icy cold underground lake. Joe, Meg, Brackle, Blaze, you all are floating above. Chris and your buddy Karn just got sucked down into the glorp. What do you do? I am flying down the hole. I immediately go, don't worry. I am coming for you. And just straight up, go for it. All right. We'll set Brackle and Meg both. You can both act before him. I just say, sucks to be them. Let's fly. Let's find the shade guy. That's what I would do. (laughs) Okay. So I don't really have anything out. Would I know or think, can I do like a history check to see if I might know what is happening? You have no idea what's happening. This is a very unnatural phenomenon. It's like an earthquake. And you're like, hope they're not dead down there. And that's about it. Right now, it just looks like a cyclone of mud that they're down inside of somehow. So, how much you guys want to bet that they're dead and we can't save them? Or we can bet that they're alive. Blaze is diving toward the hole. So, I'm going to do cure wounds on myself mm-hmm. because I'm at three you're hit bad points. bad <laughs> Struggling. Blaze, you dive toward the, the center of this mud cyclone. We, uh, you dive down. Uh, you hit the muddy epicenter of the cyclone and, and, and just kind of push down through it. And as you do, you see down below Chris and Karn standing on a smooth stone island. And all the glorp is slurping down into the water. Slurp the glorp. Wow. The mud cyclone is starting to slow. A lot of it has sort of sucked into the opening that, that showed up there, which is about a 40-foot diameter hole uh, just opened up it's, and it's actually now that you guys can kind of see it's actually it actually looks quite perfect like it, you know what I'm saying and it, maybe it's just where the, all that came out at the same place and it just sort of expanded that way but it looks very nice like well done got a 15 there Meg okay dokie that's what you see blaze do you go down there where they're at and land yeah I'm, I'm immediately going to go uh, towards Chris and the island as soon as I I get through the hole it's immediately towards him Okay, Joe, Brackle, Meg, you all see Blaze disappear into the hole. Wow, he really just went after them. Yeah, I do not know if that was a good idea. Um, should we follow? The, like I said, the, the sort of cyclone has slowed enough that you guys can see an opening now. I guess we should try to fly down there and see what we can see. I'll fly down there and see what hmm. I can see. Seems dangerous. Brackle goes. I'd probably follow Brackle. Okay, what's Joe do? Joe, Mama. Oh. Joe goes. Y'all all go. We go. 
Karn has turned and is, is looking around as, uh, as Blaze comes flying down and, and lands there. And there's a moment of deliberation with the others up top. As he does, Karn, uh, see, he turns to Chris and says, Chris, look, look at this. Chris. Chris, look. What? What? And he walks toward the center of the big stone, like uh, island sort of thing. I would follow with him. There is a, there's like a, what looks like a tree. And Blaze, you come flying down as, as this is happening, and, and you say whatever you say. And you fly down to where they are, and they're walking toward the center of this little stone, smooth stone island. And if you land, do you land? Yeah, I land with them. Stone is very smooth, like a slick creek rock, but even like smoother than that. Uh, Chris, go ahead and give me that perception check you were gonna you were gonna give me. Twenty one. So the twenty one, you do notice that there doesn't seem to be any river flowing in or out of here. The water is pretty still, except for the fact that it's being you know dumped in by the Glorp right now. But you look around, there's the still icy lake on the other side, and it surrounds this little stone island, and you can see other openings, cavernous openings on the other side, like like on the other side of the water. But here in the very center of this smooth rock island, there stands a jagged black tree. It is barren. There's nothing growing on it. And Karn has now stepped up to it. And you can tell this is what he was trying to show you. Blaze, you fly down to where they are, and you're now right in front of this tree, too. And it, it, it Blaze, it immediately captures your attention. You don't know why, but it looks... Something about it is unsettling to you particularly, Blaze. Um, so I feel unsettled. Yeah, just looking at it, it's something weird about it. I keep out my great sword. Yeah, and it's shining a bright light. But Brackle, you, Meg, and Joseph all fly down as well, and you see them all. They've they've had time to get over, and they're now standing in front of this weird thing. And you get down to it, and Brackle, with the light of Blaze's sword, you can see this tree. It is solid black. It looks like something that has been burned, like char- like charcoal tree, like wood burned into coals. But Karn reaches out and touches it, and... He says, this is strange. It is cold, like steel, harder than stone. Nice. Chris, you step up to it, Chris, and you look up, and it's got these two thick branches coming off either side, like slightly, not like at the exact place, one just a little bit higher than the other. And wrapped around those branches are chains. Oh, no. What? Oh, boy. Whatever you do, don't unchain those. They seem to be broken, like they've been snapped at one time or another. But this, the chains, unlike the unlike the tree, the chains look old. They look very old. Uh, weak, even. I do not like this. E- yeah, I don't. I don't want anything to do with chains. I do not think anyone should touch those chains. Do we see that? Yeah, you all see that as you all enter. Corn, what? What is this tree? Do you know? Something feels very wrong to me. You all hear a strange sound at that moment. Almost like a little gust of wind, like a... And then you hear footsteps behind you. I turn immediately. You turn. It's the shade. Sword in hand. You see a figure standing there. He is tall and slender, hooded with a long black cloak. The underlining is a deep purple. Beneath the cloak, he wears what appears to be a lavish robe, probably meant more for lounging than adventuring. It's black, with matching plum threads. He holds up a hand, and these strange little purple lanterns begin floating around him in a circle, dancing. And they reveal his sleek, dark skin, as black as the cavernous darkness around you. And he says, 
Well, well, well. <laughs> what do we have here? Visitors or thieves? Hmm? And that is where we are going to end this week's episode. Boy, yeah, girl. Of Make Believe. Nice. Very nice, very nice. That's weird about the tree. Who is this guy? Uh, also. Y'all slurped the glorp. Stinking Brackle's shadow. What's up with that? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I want to know about that. Was that what I was supposed to be watching? You're supposed to pay attention to it. And it helped you. As in, you probably need an exorcist. it also hurt me. You should have asked Jeffrey to watch your shadow. Yeah, Jeffrey, watch my shadow, please. I'll watch it. Yeah, can you watch no that? No worries. Thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode of Make Believe Heroes, episode five of season five. Woo, woo, woo. Look at that. Only one more episode to go. Until the end. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> everyone dies. Surprise. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoy this very special episode. Very special. And we look forward to finding out who this figure is uh, talking to them. I wonder who it is. It could be is literally it? anyone. Anyone. Thanks for listening, and remember, never... It could be anyone disguised as the shade. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and remember... It's probably a walrus. Never slorp <laughs> the glorp. <laughs> can That's I say that? Is that a I don't know. I don't think you can say that. I don't, I don't think anything is wrong with glorp. Goodbye. We love you. We'll miss Goodbye. you. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. We love you. When I'm gone. Can I lift my face up? No, you're you're unconscious and dr- and drowning in the muck. I blow bubbles. A thirty. It's Karn. Like he rolled. He rolled it a twenty-nine. Does this Karn <laughs> have the juice? Brackle. Did any of Karn's kernels? Shoot That's off? me. It's your <laughs> Did turn, he turn into popcorn? Turns into like a glorp. You know what I'm saying? A glorp. Is that a new monster in the monster manual? Yeah, it's yeah. It, it transmutes itself into a uh, gelatinous glorp. I don't like the glorps. What? No, it doesn't do that. Not the glorps. But you are. And after all, you're my water wall. <laughs> y'all all go. We go. Oh, you are so stupid. You played right into my plans. Now I will destroy you. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Is this Karn's plan all along? <laughs>